Hey, everyone. I don't think I've ever been more proud to be a Canadian than I am this week. Something that's inspired me to get back into the podcasts. I've been so so uninspired with the last six months of my life and the way things have been going. And I'm sure many of you can feel the same way. So let's get into this. Let's roll this intro and let's talk about what's happening here in Canada right now, which is just truly, truly amazing. It's me, Coralie, and welcome to my podcast, Coralie's Anxieties. National pride. I, I don't think there's ever been a time where there's been more national pride in this country since the end of World War II. From a group that 18 months ago were called heroes by our Prime Minister in tweets, to being vilified in the national media. And here we are today with the support of so many Canadians. This is not a ragtag group of extremists, left or right. This is a group of Canadians that said, hey, it's not working. It's time for a change. We need our voices heard. This is... I, I There's so many things that I could convey that I want to say. and To feel national unity, to be a proud Canadian... We're a group globally known as laid-back, easygoing, passive people. And all of a sudden, shit got real. Don't piss off a Canadian. And this is what happens when you do. This isn't a small group. This is, like, across our country. We're seeing it globally. Australia, Brazil, Finland, Sweden, the United States. We're tired. This this. Obviously hasn't worked. We've done the mandates. We did the let's flatten the curve. We have more than 80% of the population vaccinated, yet the numbers go up. We are already suffering from supply shortages on a global scale. Putting more mandates in place, making things harder... For Canadians, Americans, Australians, Japanese, English, German. Adding more mandates isn't fixing it. The case numbers go up. We need to change. In the last hundred years, somebody said, I have an idea. And that idea was to make a change, to do something different. If the federal leader of this country and his cronies think that what they're doing is correct, there's always a better way. There's always another idea. We've seen that in the last hundred years. We've seen it through innovation that we've never seen on a global scale. And if it takes some truckers from the West Coast to say, hey, we're going to go to Ottawa to get our voices heard and let them truckers roll. Seriously. I think I said in the Friday podcast, in the 90s I drove. I grew up in a home where my parent was a truck driver. 
I wished I could have been there. Uh, there's so many Canadians that I see on my social media. I don't care what the news media tells you. What, it doesn't matter what country you're in. You just have to look at social media, see your peer group, and see what they have to say. They are tired. We are all tired. We're all in this together. And if the government what is not willing to listen to the citizens, even if it's a minority group, and if that minority group has to drive across this amazing country, whether you're left or right, your voice should be heard in Ottawa. It should be heard in your provincial capital, and it should be heard within your municipality. And if it's not being heard, the right to free speech, to free rally, you have that right. And this is where change is made in government at every aspect, in every country. And it takes these moments to bring upon change. I don't know what the Prime Minister of our country is going to do. I can sit here and throw slander and all kinds of things at him. This week, Mr. Trudeau, there's no other way to put this. You've acted like a little bitch. You have done our country a disservice. You tried to vilify a group of hardworking men and women that are the backbone of this country. They're the backbone of every country. There isn't a country on this planet that does not rely on a piece of heavy equipment, moving a good or a service, or doing a service, to make your economy move forward. To supply your people with the things they need, from medical supplies to toilet paper, the food they eat. We don't live in a time where you farm your food Paul goes out with his shotgun and shoots a deer and grabs some fish. We don't live in that time. There are people that still do that. The masses do not. They go to the grocery store. I remember as a little kid having to use an outhouse because that was the bathroom the home had going out, even in the dead of night in the middle of winter. And there are still homes that have that. But it doesn't need to be. Many people, most people have running water and a sewer system. So when it works that way, we rely on these men and women to bring those goods and services to our local communities. And they come from wherever, Mexico, the United States, overseas. We all know that. I wished I was driving truck to be part of this. I, like, I have responsibilities, as many of us do, and many of us didn't partake in this. It doesn't mean we're not behind this movement. And it doesn't matter whether you're left or right. This might be the first time in 24 months that we're actually seeing Canada unify on one topic. We all can agree, we're tired, we're tired of this. And it's time for change, because what's not... What's been going on is no longer working. It's clear in the numbers that the media gives us. I don't believe a lot of what the media says anymore. I think they embellish things to make a story. I think most Canadians will agree. Yeah, the news has become a joke in our country, and it's become a joke in many countries. So you have to turn to social media to look. This started on social media. This fight will continue on social media. If government doesn't take notice, I don't know what's going to happen here in British Columbia. I don't know what Victoria is going to do with the mandates. 
But if this is any indication on how a very large part of our population feel, it's not anti-vax, it's not anti-mask, it's anti-restrictions. If the last 24 months has felt like, I'm pretty sure we all feel the same way, we've been imprisoned in our own country, and we're tired of it. I, I think if restrictions are eased, removed, people can get back to normal, some of these businesses are on the verge of failing. We've already had so many businesses fail. It gets better. The country can move. We're not stupid. 36 million Canadians have made it this far. We know what we need to do to be safe. We don't need to be put in jail to do so. So when it comes to this convoy of trucks that in the media... The first trucks enter into Ontario. The end of the line is leaving Saskatchewan. That means from one province through an entire province into the next province is a lineup. The largest convoy in global history. To the point that countries like Brazil are rallying behind the Canadians. <laughs> For a passive group of people, boy, when you piss us off, it sure changes. We, we do rally and we support each other, left or right. And if this is what brings national unity and it brings upon change in government, then let those truckers roll. Seriously. I don't know where this goes. I don't know if the Prime Minister of this country is actually going to address this correctly. Uh, Jadmeet Singh, who's a head of the NDP, national NDP party, his brother made a donation his brothers tried to retract that donation. Shame on both of you. If your brother made the donation in good faith from his heart, then you should be proud for what your brother did, Judmig. Asking your brother to ask for the money back makes you look as bad as the Prime Minister of this country. I am sorry. I lost all respect for you, man. You don't deserve to be the new Democratic National Representative. I'm sorry. It, it's not good. O'Toole, you're, you're still a tool in my book. At least you, out of our federal leaders or people that are have tried to run for federal leadership in this country, at least you did the right thing and said, hey, you're willing to talk to the truck drivers. This is more than just truck drivers. This is their families. This is the support. If you're watching this abroad and seeing this, and you're seeing it start to happen in your own home or your own home country, I hope it gives you a sense of national pride. I really, truly do. I know Australia has felt some serious, serious lockdowns, maybe some of the worst globally. I, I, I think that there's going to be a truck rally down there. It's already talked about. And this is a way to voice your concerns to your government so that they will listen to you. And for those of you that aren't truck drivers or involved in the trucking community, this is your chance to stand up peacefully and say, no, we're behind the men and women that drive commercial vehicles that bring our goods and services to our, to our town. Prime Minister Horgan, or Prime Minister Horgan. No, you won't be a Prime Minister. Premier Horgan, I hope you've watched this. I hope you and your cronies in Victoria decide to make change in the province of British Columbia. I think if we don't get change, 
we will see more and more of these things happen. This time it's the truck drivers. Next time it might be the doctors and the nurses. I don't know if we want to have our healthcare workers leave our hospitals and end up in Ottawa, Victoria, Edmonton, Winnipeg, um, Toronto, to protest this for change. It starts with somebody that says, I can do it better. I have an idea. Because what currently is working now is not. I could go on and talk about the convoy. That's what this podcast is about. It's about my view on what's been going on globally. It's only my view. I'm not a left. I'm not a right. I'm in the middle. I'm looking at the bigger picture. I look at what the media tells us and go, if 80 plus of us are double vaccinated, we've done our part. We flatten the curve. We wear the mask. We do all the things you've asked us to do for the last 24 months. Yet the number case numbers go up. Then this isn't working. Adding more mandates is not going to work. And if it takes a trucking convoy across this great country to get you to wake up and go, yeah, you know what? We're going to listen. It isn't working. What can we do different? How can we change things? Canadians are tired of the mandates. Even if they're not part of this trucking convoy, look at social media. People are tired of it. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't believe this will go violent in the future if things aren't changed. But I believe that if this continues the way it is and things and this keeps following on deaf ears, there could be extremist and violence at some point during this. That's not what we want. We want the right and our freedoms back in a sovereign country. I don't think I've ever seen national unity and pride to be a Canadian, something I think many of us have lost through our lifetime. And this reminds me of watching films of Canadians at the end of World War II after defeating the tyranny of the Nazi Empire. It's bringing Canadians back together slowly from one side, people that were maybe on the fence, stepping over and going, hey, I'm standing behind this because I want to get back to my life. I want my kids to go to school without a mask on. Is it going to be safe? Well, crossing the street's not safe. Getting in a car is not safe. I don't know what we can do to change to make things better for Canadians, but there's somebody that has an idea. And again, if it takes rolling trucks across this country, I wish I was still driving truck to be part of it. I wish I didn't have to be home to take care of my child and I could have foregone that responsibility to partake in this I don't have to believe in everybody's view in that convoy or everybody on the side of the road. But I just have to believe in the view of Canadians that we're tired, we want change. I think on a global scale, if you're listening to this, hi Auckland, you guys have been one of my biggest listener groups. I know you feel the same way. It doesn't matter what language you speak. If you're in India... If you're in Iraq, if you're in Germany, Russia, you're tired. You want change. I don't know where these other trucking convoys go globally, but the Canadians started something. And I have a feeling that we're going to see a lot more of this in a lot of countries. And I hope that brings national pride and national unity to you in your country. And I hope it brings upon change by your government leaders. I hope it frees up the ability to get out and get back to enjoying life. 
having vaccine passports in the beginning may have seemed like a really good thing to help protect people from the people that weren't vaccinated. But you can't get a worse strain of COVID from an unvaxxed person than from a vaccinated person. The unvaccinated person is just more susceptible to getting sick and being in the hospital. And I know we don't want people in the hospital. It's tying up healthcare. But you can see the numbers and the stats from healthcare from 2018. We were already short doctors and nurses. We already had a staffing issue. It's not because we don't have enough staff. It's because the people running these are running them as a business and they want less to keep more for themselves. That's a problem for a different podcast, but it's not helping in this situation with what's going on globally. And many countries are feeling this because they have healthcare workers that aren't working where they need to be because of corporate greed. This becomes a much bigger thing than stopping COVID. It becomes a much bigger thing than reducing mandates. We do not need to put more barriers up for those few truck drivers that aren't vaccinated. It doesn't mean they're anti-vax. There's a reason why. Some of them are anti-vax, but there's some doctors that are anti-vax. There's some lawyers that are anti-vax. That's not a reason to vilify somebody. That's their personal choice, freedom. Living in a free country, you're allowed to make a free choice. You don't have to agree with it. You just need to respect it. And this is something we've lost, and I believe the media is the problem of that. Government hasn't helped. Just to see this in social media, to see Tamara and the rest of them, they have done such an amazing job. My hat, my toque goes off to you as a fellow Canadian. I'm glad somebody stood up for us. You have my support. Canada, I love you. I think you're a great country. There's really only one thing left to say, and that's, fuck you, Trudeau. That's my thoughts on this, Strucker Convoy. I know there's a lot of other things that have been going on in the podcast, and I'm talking about this, but it is part of the Convoy, Convoy Part 2. It seems to be fairly peaceful in Ottawa. It's something incredible to see these people, the trucks, and even on Sunday morning, there's still more trucks piling into Ottawa. I don't know where this ends. I think this ends with the Prime Minister actually doing his job and going, hey, maybe he needs to get his balls back from his wife and, and, and go down there and put in a good faith, a good show, and say, you know what? The last week has scared me. I've been, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure how to do this or handle it. Let's talk. Let's make change. Enough Canadians have said it's time for change. It's time to listen. There is a way to do it. It starts with an idea. And if the idea is a trucking convoy to get our voices heard, and this isn't just my voice. This is thousands and thousands of Canadians' voices. All the people that don't seem like they're supporting this, look at social media. They're right there with the truck drivers and the people in those lines. I touched on this on Friday. If that one truck takes a week to drive across the country, not hauling any freight, that's freight that's not being brought to your community. That truck has to get back to where it started. That means it's another week it's not hauling freight to your community. One, one truck doesn't seem like much. But when it's 50,000 trucks, it will be a noticeable impact in your consumable goods 
in the foreseeable future. It's how the supply chain works. That's 50,000 trucks not hauling food, toilet paper, and 95 masks, and many other things. It might be the lumber to build your house. We're still recovering from fires from the summer and floods here locally in the community I live in. This could impact those people drastically because they can't get those supplies. Yet those people too are supporting what the truck drivers truck drivers are doing because we all want to get back to some sense of normal. It may not be 2018, but we can definitely push forward to get back to how 2018 was, how 2010 was. Collectively as a group with level heads, the unity of our country. It's time our politicians change. I'm not going to hash that one out again. Again, to the brothers and sisters of the trucking community, something I was part of for 10 years. I love you guys. I respect you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart. This is epic and amazing. This will, in a hundred years, they will talk about the Canadians. Yeah, we're a passive group until you piss us off, Mr. Prime Minister. Anyways, peace, love, namaste.